Are we recording? No, too much, too much, too much, too much. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Ducks Watch Together. I'm Josh. You sound tired. And on today's episode, we talk about the 2019 Oscar nominations. Kylie, it's 5.50 in the morning. So? It's early. So? I, I am a little sleepy. I I feel nothing. Uh, I had to wake up early and be on camera and make my bitty bits about how I had to wake up early and be on camera. That's, that's what I got, Kylie. There's a good chance I had to wake up earlier than you. Oh yeah, totally. You <laughs> did. You had to travel cross town to our fancy studio here. And, yep. Here I am. I had to. Wide-eyed. Alright, Josh, where do we want to start? Oh, well, this was uh, a year. Let's start with uh, let's start with the telecast. Just like, hey, what'd you think of it? How'd they do compared to last year or the year before that? I don't remember what they did the year before that. I remember what they did last year. Yeah, last year, last year it felt like more of an experience because they, like, they had a celebrity introduce each category. So, like, it started out with, like, costuming, and then there was Gal Gadot who was, like, doing something with costumes. Yeah, they were like, the Me Too movement's a thing, we want to (laughs) capitalize on it right now, let's go. And it just seemed like more pageantry. Yeah. Two years ago, was that when Andy Serkis and Tiffany Haddish went to town? That was last year. Oh. No, uh, wait. Yep. No, no. last year they did the video packages, mm-hmm. and then two years ago they did it on the stage. Cool. Is that last right? Last year was at ha- Tiffany Haddish and Andy Serkis. Alright. Because Girls Trip came out in 2017, so it only makes sense that she not- announces the Oscars in 2018. Why did they do both last year? What? I'm very confused then. It's just what they did last year. Why are you trying to look this up, Josh? I don't know. You're right. You just need to believe me. Okay. This year, they had Kumail Nanjiani and uh, Tiffany Ellis Ross just sitting around making quibby quips. Yeah, it's almost like no one really cared. <laughs> well, they were like, we don't have a host this year, so we just want to... So we just don't care. Yeah. There you go. Um, any initial, initial thoughts that you have? Um, it all seems pretty standard operating procedure here. Yeah, I don't think there was any, I don't know, I, I feel like, I do feel I don't know if there's anything that was, like, surprising other than, for me, some of the, some of the nominations for Cold War, like, beyond just foreign language foreign film. language film were kind of surprising, and then trying to think of, like, who that means that it got left out and stuff like that, so I think as we run through the categories, um, that'll be something that I'll be kind of looking for. Alright, sound mixing. Alright, just read it off. Alright, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, Roma, Star is Born. Cool. I don't have a lot to say about (laughs) sound mixing or sound editing. Listen, there's an upset here. Oh, there is. 
What's the upset? <laughs> so sound editing, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, A Quiet Place, and Roma, A Star is Born is cut out, and we bring in the horror film. Yeah. <laughs> Chekhov's Nail Returns. <laughs> Just when you thought it was safe to walk downstairs. <laughs> Howard Stern has some tales for you. Or Daniel Stern? Daniel Stern. <laughs> <laughs> All the sterns. Makeup and hairstyling. Border. Mary Queen of Scots and Vice. I think Vice <laughs> is gonna win this. It's gonna be all like, woo! <clears throat> My question was, where's the favorite? That had both hair and makeup. Yeah, Did okay. Did you see how many wigs there were? Okay, but so here's the wigs. question. Yeah, okay. Are they being dumb? And are they counting wigs... As costumes. I don't know. The hair of Mary Queen of Scots, not very impressive. I mean... She also wears a wig. Fair. Yeah. Alright, so... I think it's I think it's mostly, frankly, for the quote-unquote transformation of Margot Robbie. Because Margot Robbie has said herself that that was... Uh, Basically, she said that was the first time in her career where she had truly felt like she wasn't pretty and that she was able to transform into somebody else. And so I think that they're crediting a lot of that to hair and makeup. All right. Visual effects. Avengers, Infinity War, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo. Star Wars story. Lots of Disney. Lots of Disney in that category. Alright, come on, first man or ready player one. And steal it from the crown. I axed it from the crown? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hello, yes, yes. Not you, Winnie the Pooh. Go away. <laughs> no, Disney is the crown. Uh, oh, okay. We're taking it back. <laughs> I, I was surprised by Christopher Robin. I think that... That's actually probably it bodes really well that maybe that's going to win. Because I don't necessarily know if it gets in there to not win. Just because I that, that was a little bit of a surprise. I, I didn't think that it was... Like, you had mentioned when we were watching it that uh, how could Black Panther not... Or why wasn't Black Pan Panther not there as well? And so to see something like that get in... Makes me think a little bit of like, oh, well, maybe this has some <laughs> Maybe buzz. it's better than what we thought. How did Ready Player One get in here? Bum, 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 bum. Well, because they couldn't nominate it for best songs, so they nominated it for best visual effects. They were like, ooh, we got a Stevie. Uh, what do we give Stevie? Um, we want him to sit around. <laughs> visual effects? I guess. Alright, original song. All the stars from Black Panther. All fight. RBG. The place where lost things go. Mary Poppins returns. Shallow. By a star is born. And when a cowboy trades his spur for, spurs for wings. Buster Scruggs. Okay. Um, Shallow's gonna win. That's... that's the... Alright, original score. <laughs> uh... I like that All the Stars was nominated. That was That's exciting. That's the song that I wanted to be nominated for Black Panther. They did not nominate the right Mary Poppins song. Like, it's fine. That's a fine song. But now you're just going to get 
Emily Blunt on stage singing a sad song about Ben Wishaw's wife being dead. And then it's just going to remind me that you didn't nominate Paddington for anything. You lamos. I knew Paddington wasn't getting nominated for anything, but in my heart of hearts, I was like, Secret Rise of Paddington 2, here it comes. And then I was like, Hugh Grant, just give me Hugh Grant. Be like the BAFTAs. And they weren't like the BAFTAs. Somehow this turned into a Paddington 2 rant. I'm sorry. I did not mean for that to happen. Alright, original score. Wait. I should have just steamrolled past <laughs> your complaint. After Shella's gonna win, great. Next one. The song from RBG is not memorable. I saw that movie. I don't know what that song is. So, just FYI on that. You also had a Buster Scruggs take. Oh, yeah. Not the right song from Buster Scruggs either. But it might also be the only original song from Buster Scruggs. Well, that might be the reason. Yeah. Original score. Black Panther, Black Klansman, If Beale Street Could Talk, Isle of Dogs, and Mary Poppins Returns, y'all. I'm vaguely surprised First Man didn't sneak in here as well. Only because it was getting more love than I thought it would. And that score... It was really respected in, in in a lot of circles, and so that was the one surprise here for me. I'm really happy Beale Street got nominated here, because Beale Street's easily my favorite score of the year. Um, you went, ugh, when Isle of Dogs got nominated. Yeah, well, you know. And then you went, what, <laughs> when Mary Poppins got nominated. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, those are true stories. Isle of Dogs just got this initial reaction of, ugh, because I was like, the score is... It's really derivative of the just very traditional, I mean, it's derivative of very traditional Japanese music, so, like, good job there. Like, that's exciting, but it's, I don't, it's, I don't like the way that it's used. It seems, uh, Live action short yeah. film, Detainment. This next one, I'm not sure how this word is said. Fav? Fave? How's it spelled? F-A-U-V-E. Well, maybe it's like mauve. Only it's Ooh, mauve. Alright. Marguerite, Mother and Skin. That Animated one? short film, Animal Behavior, Bow, Late Afternoon, One Small, small Step, and Weekends. I'll watch these at some point and I'll give you more of a report than on Bow. Animated feature film. Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Miria, Miria, Miria. It's Miri. Miri. Ralph breaks the internet and Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. All right, what was your uh, what was your what was your take on this? What's the point? I'm so sorry. Uh, you know they didn't announce the best Macarena category <laughs> oh, on 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 the live stream, so we'll have to do some research to find out if like if there's three. Yeah. Don't you need like three at the minimum? Yeah, we got. <laughs> Gotta figure it out. <laughs> Sorry, I totally forgot about Hotel Transylvania 3. <laughs> How do you forget about your child, Kylie? <laughs> How do you forget about your child? What if, like, Incredibles 2 just wins because they're like, it's Pixar? <laughs> That's a possibility. Yeah. Although I'm, I'm pretty in the bag for Spider-Verse. I think it's... I think that's happening based on at least the Golden Globes. Well, Josh... I don't really want to base things of stuff off of the Golden Globes. Well, I mean, why not? It's documentary short subject. 
Black Sheep, Endgame, Lifeboat, A Night at the Garden, period. End of sentence. You know, I thought it was a bold move of them to already nominate Endgame. Stupid, like, stupid joke. Well, I mean... Stupid joke. It is on brand. Also, I'm not going to be the first or the last person to make that joke. Josh, they've literally already nominated it in visual effects. Uh, that's Infinity Wars there, Kylie. This is the sequel, okay? They were being bold. Alright, that's fair. Maybe it's just the trailer. Maybe it's just Highlander. (laughs) Maybe it is. (laughs) Remember when you were like... Josh, you're the only one that knows there is only one. Okay, it's not that famous of a quote. Maybe you're the only one that knows that there's an endgame, a Highlander endgame. <laughs> Maybe nobody else remembers this, Kylie. Josh. Josh. <laughs> Eric Siska. Mic drop. All right, so documentary feature. I gotta look up who Eric Siska Free is. Free Solo. Hail Country. Minding the Gap of Fathers and Sons RBG. Josh, talk about your stuff. Um, um. <laughs> Eric Siska, accountant at Impact Technologies Group. Did you spell it with like 17 Y's? <laughs> I spelled it S-Y-S-K-A. No. Oh, is that not, how you spell it? Um. S-I-S-K-A? S Z Y S Z K A. Oh my gosh! That's <laughs> so many S Z Y S K A. Yeah. Who's this? Dirk Scott. He's a friend of Dr Pepper and Mr Popcorn. Okay. I've got okay options of people here based on images. I've got a man in a family opera mask. <laughs> That's him. I've got three white dude, four white dudes, three of them look on at the couch. It. Look at what he has tweeted. <laughs> look, I talked about this picture in a future episode. Great. Great. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he knows. He understands me. Kylie's side shout out to the podcast We Hate Movies. <laughs> They really hate movies, though? They talk about bad movies. Oh, well, I, okay, fair enough. They did We Love Movies this December. Uh, that's true. I've heard ride. about that from either you or Blank Check. Yeah. They did Batman. And then Blank Check did Batman. <laughs> talk about freaking documentaries, Josh. Oh. Free Solo. We saw that. Yeah. Well-made movie. Uh-huh. The subject is very... Strange. Hail Country. Never heard it. Minding the Gap. Josh likes it. Oh my god, I love that movie. I was so excited. I didn't think it was going to get there because it was a Hulu film, so... (laughs) Of Fathers and Sons. Never Uh heard of it. RBG. Josh saw this. It's kind of like a history film. Like, that's my problem with RBG. Not that I don't... I'm excited that the documentary exists, but... I'm sorry, you nominated this for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You didn't nominate it because of the quality of the documentary. And, like, I always say the sentence out loud. Like, I don't understand, like, how good do- what good documentaries are. So maybe I'm completely wrong on this. But I will tell you that I've seen a lot more documentaries this year. And RBG is fine. Like, it's legit fine. It's just not better than that. And that's kind of my only issue with it being here. I, I love Ruth Bader, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and I'm excited that she will probably be flown out to the Oscars to stand on stage and be a shining symbol of liberalism, I guess. 
But that's the reason you did it. Like, that's not... It's not because of the quality of the film. That's what we did for Hidden Figures. Yeah. We got Catherine there. We did. We did it. Uh, I was sad that Won't You Be My Neighbor is not there. However, from what I hear, that that is probably a similar situation to RBG. Just so happens that I really related to it, which is totally fine. Uh, The one that I think should be here is Three Identical Strangers. That's a great movie. Like, that's a really, really great movie and is not here. Like, the, the characters that it builds. Anyway, yeah. Foreign Language, I own that film. You own it? Yeah. Did you, like, on DVD? Yeah. Nice. Redbox was like, you can rent it for whatever amount, like 129 or you can buy it for two ninety nine. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'll probably forget to return it tomorrow, so this might as well be the better deal. Oh, Netflix got you. <laughs> no, Redbox. Oh, sorry, Redbox got you. Yeah. Alright. They could have made more money if I just kept it, probably. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> and, like, if I just rented it. But they're like, listen, nobody's gonna... Two people are not gonna rent this. First person just gets to buy it. (laughs) Alright, foreign language film. Capernaum. Cold War. Never Look Away. Roma and Shoplifters. So initially I had been like, oh, Roma. The correct answer. Yes. Um, Because it's on Netflix. But now... Spoilers. Cold War got some other, like, spicy nominations. We'll get there. We'll get there. do you know who Cold War is distributed by? (sighs) It's on the top of Box Office Mojo sometimes, so maybe Amazon. Amazon. I did it, everyone. It is. Yep. (laughs) Does that mean it's streaming there? Uh, it is not there yet. Okay. Maybe after, maybe, maybe in a few hours we'll see it there. I'm imagining so. Um. Uh, I haven't seen any of these. You liked Roma. I love Roma. Uh, Roma's a good film. I don't know if it's, like, I don't, I'm not in love with Roma as much as everybody else. I think a little bit of Alfonso Cuaron kind of was like, look at how much of a director I am! He's M. Night shyamalan uh, Yeah, but he's M. Night shyamalan <laughs> it with skill, so I'm that's true. connecting it back to glass. Yeah, it's good, yeah. You know, gotta, gotta always remember <laughs> in this time of 2019, year of our father, that glass came out. Here we go. I don't know, is this a thing people do? No, it's just, you pat your head and you go. Um, too much time for anything else. Um, Shoplifters is loved by Obama. Shoplifters is loved by a lot of people. <laughs> My surprise. Oh, I'm here, sorry. Name someone more famous than Obama. Uh, David Ehrlich. Obama. Uh, o- Obama. Charged. David Sims. Obama. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now oh. they might be more like film influential, <laughs> but. Mm, no more people have heard of Obama. Uh, mining the Gap director Bing Liu talked about it in an interview. Obama. Okay, all right. My surprise that's not here is Burning, which is South Korea's entry this year and has made a lot of um a lot of end of year lists from from critics and stuff like that. And so I kind of thought that was a given of something that was going to be here. Oh, um, cover your mouth when you talk. Sorry, I was scratching my nose. Um. <clears throat> 
yeah, I just thought Burning was going to be here, and it, and it ended up not being here. So that was kind of maybe a little bit of a snub that I thought would be here. Film editing, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Vice. Black Klansman, The Favorite, Bohemian Rhapsody, Green Book, Vice. Yeah. So the old school of thought is, is that for... It's like 75% or something like that. It's a very high number. Okay, the thing that wins film editing wins Beck's picture. And so, are these our five frontrunners? There's nothing nominated here that's not nominated for best picture. Like, if that's true, then... Wait, read them one more time for me, if you're still there. Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, and Vice. I mean, if that's true, I'm rooting hardcore for the favorite. I'm already rooting hardcore for the favorite because that film was great. But that's a weird that's a weird five to be leading the way if that's if that's the true story this year. Costume design: yep. Ballad of Buster Scruggs, uh, Black Panther, The Favorite, Mary Poppins Returns, and Mary Queen of Scots. Apparently, all the Marys just got in mm -hmm. this year. Ooh, these films took place in the past. Let's nominate them. Yeah, that's a true story. Um, and then Black Panther. And then Black Panther. But Black Panther, I... My secret thing that I've said, I think I even said on our Black Panther episode, was like, this should be... This should win for costume design. Like, and I think it should. I hope it does. I think it's it's really good in terms of what it's doing and what it's saying with its costumes. I think it's a two-horse two race. The favorite? And Black, Black Panther. Panther. Yeah, which is good. I am excited for that. Although, um, whoever did The Favorite is double nominated. Uh, she also did, because um, her name was on there twice, she also did Mary Poppins. So, I guess there might be some split vote there. No, because no one's going to nominate Mary Poppins, or vote for Mary Poppins. Yeah. Sorry, enough. Josh. I, you don't know. Okay, it was voted for it enough to get on screen. Yeah, they like, were like, well, we need to put five films here. And they opened up their AMC app. And they are like, well, I recently saw that. <laughs> oh, there was lots of costumes here. <laughs> Check. That's what happened, Josh. Um, Production is... I'm oh, sorry, do you still have stuff to say about whoa, costumes? Whoa, whoa. We haven't talked about how somehow the Ballad of Buster Scruggs ends up with three nominations. Yeah, they have dirty coats on. Great. Good job. Great job, costume. I mean, I could have done that. Let me just walk on over to our old high school uh, uh, the room with prop room and I could probably costume it. I think they did a little bit better than I just probably costume two on people. <laughs> Mary Cyphers is a really good costumer. I'm not saying she's not. <laughs> I just don't remember anything being that special about them. You don't remember? I just remember he wears all white. Yeah. And great. It's, it's cool. It's it's in depth. Oh, great. Okay, great. Got more? Can um, I proceed? Yeah. Production design. Black Panther, the favorite, the First man. The first man. Mary Poppins returns in Roma. Great. Yeah, I, I mean, I think those are all good. Uh, again, no love for Paddington 2. What the, what the crap, Oscars? Why no love? 
Cinematography. Okay, this was a weird bunch. It's probably a great bunch, but it's a, it's it's definitely a weird bunch. Wait, so production design is like ma- making the set pretty, right? Yeah, it's the. Is it everything we touch? It's the visual elements. Yes. Ev- yes, everything we touch. <laughs> everything we touch. Yes. <laughs> you can't say the visual Sorry, elements. Sorry, I can't. It's true because You're there's right. visual effects. You're right. And I can see light. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's everything you can touch, props and set, basically, and the colors and the design of all of those. Okay. So it's a Wes Anderson playground. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got any favorites there? In production design. Yeah. Read them to me one more time. Black Panther, the favorite. First Man, Mary Poppins, and Roma. I mean, uh. Favorite? I feel like feels like the I, the favorite of those feels like the most Oscary of those films. None of those seem like really traditional production designy kind of nomination. So that's good. I would love to see Black Panther win, but I feel like there is a possibility based on the nominations that we see something that happened with similar this year that we had happen with Mad Max Fury, Fury Road, which is where it wins a bunch of technicals and then. Like that's it, and then it's not doesn't win anything else. So there there might be some love for Black Panther here. Cinematography, Cold War, the favorite. Never look away, Roma. A Star Is Born. I don't know what Never Look Away is. Yeah, I don't either. It also got nominated in foreign language film. It's Germany's entry into that category. I think it and Cold War are the surprises that they're both here. Um. It just simply because I don't, you don't see a lot of the foreign language films nominated in other categories usually, which is, you know, something that probably should happen. But I'm I'm excited that they are. It's gonna open up a couple films. Uh, which uh, I'm just reading the brief synopsis and like it's pretty horrifying. What's the brief synopsis of Never Look Away? Should I look away? Should I not listen? Yeah, so I didn't click on anything, but I just started reading IMDb. Okay. I'll just read it. Okay. The artist slash husband's father suffered both ways as joining the Nazis too late while his beloved aunt sent away by his father-in-law eventually to the gas chambers. Great. So it's a Holocaust film. Yeah. Okay, well. Okay. Wait, wait. I mean, it's probably great. It's probably great. I've not seen it. Let's hope it's streaming somewhere that we can watch it or on DVD or something. Maybe they'll put it out in the theaters. Let's Who just knows? go to, Ger- Let's Let's just just go go to Germany. Germany. Yeah. Um, I've already booked my plane tickets. Original screenplay. The favorite. First Reformed. Why is First Reformed here? Uh, yeah. What the- okay, okay, anyways. <laughs> Green Book. Roma. Vice. Why is First Reformed here? It, I mean... It's a good script. It is a good script. But why is First Reformed here and not in Best Actor? Like, when I when this came up, I was like, aha, Ethan Hawke. We're going to get Ethan Hawke because they don't just nominate this sucker for, for screenplay. I think it's weird that it's here. I wonder if maybe... It is a good screenplay. I'm wondering if how much of the kind of... It's opinion on global warming 
maybe helped it out. Oh, they got Al Gore's side. They were just like... They got the funding from him. Maybe. So, I want to say something. Yeah. I want to say something about the Golden Globes. I've regretted to say this entire time. Oh, okay. So, the Academy, the voters there, there's quite a few of them. Yes. Now, the Golden Globes, there's not as many it's of like them. like 88. Yeah. So, like... You want Bohemian Rhapsody to win? You hear him saying you take a few of them out for lunch, spend a little bit, you shoo out some cash. Okay. You can you get best musical or comedy. They won best drama for <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. They won best drama. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you shoo out how much you willing to pay to win? I guess. I'm not saying that you they bought the votes, but. They you're saying Paul Schrader went around and he was like, hey, writers. Hey, writers. Yeah, there can't be that many come of here. them. Come here. Hey, you two. Come here. What, what, what films? Oh, First Reform's not here? Maybe it is now. That's all I'm saying. Gabagoo, okay? Have you heard That's about this a, podcast hey. I like? It's called uh, Blank Chat. Hey, 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 hey. Wanna- hey, you want to be on it? I can get you on it, okay? Hey, what are you doing? Adapted screenplay. Okay. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Klansman, Can You Ever Forgive Me, If Beale Street Could Talk, A Star Is Born. Oh, original screenplay thought because my brain was just there real fast. Uh, I w- thought this was my only hope that 8th grade could get in. Um, and, and then the, and favorite the, the favorite came out and I was like, nope, <laughs> not, not happening. So, yeah, sad day for 8th grade. I was hoping to at least get that. But, yeah. All right. Sorry. Read those one more time. Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Klansman, Can You Ever Forgive Me, If Beale Street Could Talk, and A Star Is Born. I'm really excited that Beale Street is in here. It is a wonderful screenplay, and it deserves it deserves to be here. I'm, I'm sad that Beale Street didn't get a lot of other nominations. Uh, I guess this will be my top place to talk about that I think that... I, Bill Street's not in Best Picture. It's not a director. It's not. It's only real other nominations are score and supporting actress, which are both deserved. I just Bill Street was such an emotional, moving film to me that I, I just I just thought it would land better than what it is. Um, so yeah, I, that whether it be for the two leads of the film or costumes or or production design or just everything in general like i bill street should have in my opinion been nominated for more um but yeah so but i'm glad that it's here and i i frankly hope that it wins um although there is lots of adapted screenplay seems like a really good category this year there was lots of options for that actress in a support in a supporting role amy adams vice Interesting. Sorry. I'm just looking at the format of this website. Amy Adams. Vice. Marina de Tavira. Roma. Regina King. If Beale Street Could Talk. Emma Stone. The Favorite. And Rachel Vise. The Favorite. Josh. Yeah. Who is the favorite here? I think that the, the the actual favorite is not anyone from the favorite. It's Regina King. Mm-hmm. She's been winning things left and right for Beale Street. Yeah. So, yeah. She won for the Golden Globes. Yeah. I'm not going to say that the, that she paid off the Golden Globes either. No. Yeah. Just Bohemian Rhapsody and Green Book. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> no, that's 100% fair. Uh, Regina King is not nominated, however, at the SAG Awards or the BAFTAs. And the SAG's a little bit more interesting to me only because... 
So the actors are the ones that do the nomination process and the, for the acting awards, that's everything. But actors are the largest, they're the largest field of people who are in, in, in the voting body for the Academy Awards. So if I want, it makes me wonder if she really is in the lead of that category. Um, I think what hurts Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz, who are both great, is that they're against each other. I think mm-hmm. that's just, that'll split votes. So I also kind of wonder, I think this is Amy Adams' sixth nomination See, without a win. My thought was that we're going to give it to Amy Adams because we feel bad at this point. That's, I think, what might happen is that Amy, but like, Lynn, she's good as Lynn Cheney. I just, like, I, yeah, I, I think that there is a, sh- I actually could, minus uh, Marina de Tavaria, the, the lady from Roma, whose name I will learn to pronounce, I could really see any of the four, other four winning for legit reasons. Um, I like the, the, the performer who's nominated for Roma. She is absolutely my favorite performance so, uh, of the film. Not saying that Yelita Aparizzo is not great in that film. It just, as I, I think I've said this before on this podcast, so I won't dwell on it here, but like, I personally have some issues with like performances by non-actors and how much we should maybe be awarding them versus not awarding them versus what's a performance versus what's not a performance. And so I, nothing against Yalitia. I think she is truly wonderful in that film. I just think that again, Quaron's not interested in his characters in that movie. And therefore he's, he is, he's interested and he cares about them because it's a personal story, but he's so much more interested in showing off his craft and what he can do with a camera than he is with telling an emotionally moving story that the film just falls short for me. And part of that is on the fact that he cast an unknown actor and lead and doesn't seem to give her a lot of direction, which is why the supporting performance, I'm really excited, is here, but also I was surprised that she ended up here. I don't I don't necessarily know of what else could, would, or should be here, but that was the surprising one to me this morning. If I had to pick with my heart out of these five, I'd pick Rachel Weiss. I was always on her side. Oh, yeah. From the beginning. <laughs> that film did a super good job of making me be like Emma Stone and then be like, oh, no, I was wrong. Supporting actor, Mahershala Ali, Green Book, Adam Driver, Black Klansman, Samuel, Sam Elliott, A Star is Born, Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell Vice. I'm really excited for Adam Driver and Sam Elliott and Richard E. Grant. I think that those are all great nominations, and I hope one of those three wins, but Mahershala Ali is going to win. All right, so Josh, what's your thought about Sam Rockwell and Vice being nominated? I don't care about Sam Rockwell and Vice being nominated. He should not probably be there because I don't think that he... He was fine. He did a SNL caricature of a person and got nominated. I don't think anybody in Vice should have been nominated for anything. Um, yeah, I go mean, for it. We're not there yet, but... <laughs> Did Christian Bale not get nominated? Christian Bale's nominated. Christian oh. Bale will likely win. Oh, there he is. Oh, yeah, but we were like, Defoe? <laughs> Defoe? <laughs> That's... All right, let's keep going. 
What's your final thoughts on? Um, the other thing that I thought uh, was there were two snubs from this category. Okay. Uh, one, Brian Tyree Henry from uh, If Bill Street Could Talk, continuing the lack of love for If Bill Street Could Talk. Two, Michael B. Jordan. Like, here's the dealio. You give Black Panther best picture and then a bunch of technical awards and yet you leave it out of the directing, acting, and screenplay conversation on the whole. It's just awkward and odd and I don't I don't like it. Like I was like I was I I figured Michael B. Jordan was a long shot, but also <sighs> that's frustrating. It's sad. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I think those are my thoughts on Best Supporting Actor. Oh, this is not a Best Supporting Actor thing, but we missed a good pun that I thought of while uh, while we were talking about the sound mixing things. That in sound mixing uh -huh. is the only nomination for A Quiet Place. It's a good one. That's because in the Quiet Place episode you said I wouldn't be surprised if this got nominated for an Oscar. Fair enough. You and it did. you called your I shot. Did. It did. You're like Babe Babe Ruth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good call. I know baseball. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> My snub goes to Alessandro Nivola, but no one cares about that movie. But what movie? Disobedience. It's okay. Or playing Caster Troy's brother in Face Off. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, there we go. There we go. Good, good. Uh, you could also be like, hey, dude, why no love for Nicholas Holt in The Favorite? The favorite? I love Nicholas Holt in The Favorite. That was solid. Mm -hmm. But I don't think he was really in the conversation. <sighs> What's next? Oh. So, a film... That I thought everyone was gonna go nuts for. Maybe this isn't the conversation for it, but it got no nominations. Widows? I thought Widows was gonna like get like some pity things ever here and there. Forgotten. Yeah, I think I think it's strange that it gets nothing, mm -hmm. but it was going further and further by the wayside as kind of the conversation was going on. I think what hurt Widows was that it wasn't a bigger box office hit. Mm. Um, not that you have to be a box office hit by any means. Because I don't but think Vice has been a box office hit. No. Like, there, there are different routes to doing things, but because I think that film was... I think that film needed more of a reason to stay in the conversation, and if it was a bigger box office hit, it could have stayed in the conversation more. No, I love Widows. Um, it's one of my favorite films of the year, and I definitely have been like for the duckies. I have a bunch of widow people from Widows all over that those awards. So we don't know what those awards are yet. Have we figured out the categories? Yeah, we've got. Um, okay, wait, no, don't spoil it. Best duck. I mean, I know who I'm giving mine to. Like an actual duck. Yeah. You don't. You don't. You don't know which duck you're gonna give yours award to. I think there's a real clear, obvious winner, Is there a apparently. duck in Paddington 2? No. Well, then I don't know who you're clearly giving I mean, there, this to. there is a duck in Paddington 2. I think Ooh. One. Uh, clearly, it's the fastest duck in all of London. Oh. <laughs> Kylie, Kylie, come on. It's the, that duck is the favorite, okay? Oh, sorry, sorry. Spoilers, there's a duck in the favorite. 
There's several. There is. I understand who a character is solely based on the duck he is carrying. <laughs> like, oh, I know who you are because he has a duck in his hand. Actress in a leading role. All right. Yalitza. Oh, Yalitza Apariso. In Roma. Glenn Close in, Glenn Close in The Wife. The Wife. The Wife. <laughs> the Wife. The Wife. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <gasps> Okay, okay, Oscars, here's what you do. The person who will announce the winner of Actress in a Leading Role will be... <laughs> Last year's Best Actor will winner, be Sasha Gary Oldman. Nope, 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 nope. Sasha Barry Cohen. Can they do it together? So <laughs> that he gets up there and he goes, Glenn Close for the wife. Okay, okay, counterpoint. Okay. Counterpoint. Gary Oldman, Chameleon. What if he just does his best Sasha Baron Cohen impersonation? Nope. Number three, <laughs> Lady Gaga in A Star is Born. I'm glad that we're, like, I know she was billed as Lady Gaga. I know that in the film. <laughs> yeah, that is how she's billed. <laughs> but why, I don't know her real name. Stephanie something or other. But why is she, sweet? okay, anyways. Olivia Coleman in The Favorite and Melissa McCarthy in Can You Ever Forgive Me? I like this category. I, I, I feel like... I, I don't know if... I don't have my list in front of me, but I don't know if these are like the five that I definitely would have put up there, but in that sense of... Tony Collette is missing! <laughs> yeah, there you go. My... I don't know who I take out because I have seen exactly two of these films and both of those performances I think are good. Uh, Yalitzia, Coleman, uh, Close, Gaga, and McCarthy? Yeah. That's a hard one to figure out who to take out. I, for me, and it's just because it's the one that I haven't seen. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Glenn Close, but when I get a chance to see the wife, have you seen? I Can may... you ever forgive me? No, I haven't. Okay. Um, and so it, it would probably be one of those two. Um, the, I guess the only difference for me and the reason why I would go with Glenn Close and the wife is just because, from what I understand, at least based on these nominations. Glenn Close is the only thing worth watching in The Wife. And Can You Forgive Me is a better film that features a, it features a good performance as well. So like, for me, that's going to, like, personal things there. Um, Tony Collette. Tony Collette should probably be here. But Hereditary is also a film that got snubbed. Yep. No one cares about Hereditary. I thought it might get, like, an original screenplay kind of thing um, for Ari Aster, but none. Nothing there. The, Doesn't uh, even get a nomination for Best Like, Oh, look what's on the wall! The one Production that... design! Oh, look what's on the wall! <laughs> you did it. You did it. The thing that I thought was interesting was uh, there'd been a lot of talk about Emily Blunt sneaking into this category for... Mary Poppins? Or A, a Quiet, Quiet Place. Place. Just kind of to do her year as a whole because she's had a really good year in terms of that and she did not get in the other. She also has exactly zero uh, Academy Award nominations at this point in her career, which is fine. I think she's still doing lots of good work and stuff like that, but it's just it's, she's just an actor that you would kind of suspect that would at least have something at this point from the Academy. Okay, so... So, Josh. Yeah. Scenario. Not real scenario. Gun to your head. Okay. You gotta give her an, an Oscar for one of her performances. Or a nomination for one of her performances. Sicario. Oh, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> How is this? Okay. Sicario. <laughs> what from existence? Oh, okay. Josh. Not Sicario. Yeah. Because um... once I forget about Sicario, I'm always like, yeah, Emily Blunt's good. 
But, but I could see. Okay, so you have to go with. There's a world where the Devil Wears Prada is a film that's respected by the Oscars because that's a true story. I could see her picking up like a supporting nomination for that film as well. I think she's very, very good in that film also. Okay. Yeah. I don't have an answer. Great. I'm, trigger's gonna be pulled because <laughs> I'm not gonna say Into the Woods. <laughs> Uh, would you... <laughs> Arms crossed. The only other thing that's coming to mind is, uh... Edge of Tomorrow? Edge of Tomorrow, yeah. which she's, like, good in. Yeah, but, like... but that's not, like, an Oscar... Yeah. Um, would you, if you had to pick, you're nominated for one thing this year. Quiet Place or Mary Poppins? Quiet Place. I don't yeah, really okay. like her in Great. Mary Poppins. Perfect. perfect, perfect. I think she's good in it, but I don't know. She's good in it. <laughs> she's not great. All right. Um, actor. Sure. Did, are, are we done here? Yeah, I think we're done with. I our... yelled about Tony Collette, so I don't. <laughs> You're like, like podcast done. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, okay. I also like both of the ladies in Disobedience. No one cared about that film. No one cared about Boy Erased. Yeah. That's all the films I've seen this year. <laughs> That's it. Just those three. <laughs> um, long shot, but I had a secret hope that Amanda Sternberg maybe for the hit you give. Yeah, yeah. it's like like oh like uh, hey. You did real good work there, lady. You did. But we forget. But we did. Alright, actor. <laughs> Alright, Christian Bale for Vice. Bradley Cooper, A Star is Born. Willem Dafoe at Eternity... At Eternity... At Eternity's Gate. <laughs> Rami Malek at Bohemian Rhapsody... In Bohemian Rhapsody. At Bohemian Rhapsody's Gate. And Vigo Mortensen for Green Book. I will say something. Yeah. We've been talking poorly about Bohemian Rhapsody this podcast. Only one of us has seen it. Yeah, That's fair. me. Yeah, go for it. Josh is allowed to talk poorly about it because I said, like, if you're coming in looking for, like, a nice juicy steak, sorry to tell you there's no conflict of this film. And if there is, solved like that. Let me just grab my bass and I'll like throw something, a sick bass line down and everything's forgiven. That's exactly, how, that's exactly what happens, Josh. That's exactly what happens. I have yet to see uh, Bohemian Rhapsody because I don't want to give it money. Also, I would have if I would have had some time when it was re-released because of this stuff, but I really don't want to give that film my money. So I'm trying to give it as least amount as possible in order to see it before the Academy Awards. However... Yes. Rami Malek mm-hmm. probably gives, I I say Rami Malek gives probably one of the more interesting performances of this year. And if this film were to get nominated, if several times underlined, this is the correct time to nominate it. So just this award? Yes. Not the other four that it's got nominations However, for? However, <laughs> the film around Rami Malek unfortunately brings down his performance and had he been in a better film, I would be much more... I feel like his performance would be held in even higher regard. I wish... Yeah. He, good, great yeah. performance. This film, unfortunately, drags down pieces of that performance. And I'm just like, if this were a good film, like, all the Oscars. However. Yeah. Agreed. However. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Agreed. you. You made solid points there. <laughs> it's hard for you to disagree at this point. You're gonna come back in a few weeks and be like, you know what, Kylie saw it, hated everything. Why are you, why are you saying this performance is good? And so, like, that's the thing. It's like everyone said that performance is universally just that's loved in that sense of that it's a good performance. But that, but 
It's interesting to be breaking down that performance category so deeply this year because it seems like we don't usually do have to do that. We usually can say that a good performance is within a good film and vice versa. It's almost, he's almost the opposite of Yalizia Aparizzo, who is the lead of Roma, who is, this is her first ever acting role. She's a non-actor. She does a very good job. She used job. to be a teacher. She used to be a teacher. I have a um, chance. You do. Let me call Just, a... You get Alfonso. Let me tweet at Alfonso. Yeah. Yo, I'm going to be a teacher. Put me in a film. Put me Big in, coach. Okay, I'm done. No, no, no. <laughs> Focus. Um... <laughs> So, but in that sense of, I think that she is held up by a great film and he is held down by a not great film. <laughs> um, this category I could kind of care less about. If I was making these awards categories or like my things, like I would, only person I'd probably keep in here is Bradley Cooper. Like, so he's the one that I'm rooting for. To be fair. I haven't seen Defoe. I'm sure if I see we that performance. Now listen, yeah. I said something on the couch while we were watching. Uh-huh. I said, <laughs> I said, Josh. Yes. Willem. They were like, all right, Florida Project, Willem gets his Oscar and the Academy will just sigh a, like a sigh of relief. And then it didn't and happen. And then it didn't happen. So now the Academy's like, okay. I had to turn in these, <laughs> he was in another film this year. So, All right. All chance right. to take two. Your... He's not in the same category as Rockwell, so we got a better chance here. Your secret, your secret <laughs> theory as to why he's going to win is that. <laughs> My secret theory, everybody was like, guys, did you see Aquaman? <laughs> guys, it was so good. But we can't nominate him for Aquaman. What else was he in? He played Van Gogh? Oscars, <laughs> but on, but secretly on his statue, it'll just be engraved Aquaman, and he'll be like, "What just happened here?" <laughs> <laughs> also, there is a, a commercial going on YouTube that is Patrick Wilson, uh, like promoting like save the oceans, but he's not introduced on the title card as Ocean as, Master as Patrick Wilson. Oh. <laughs> he's introduced as King Orem. <laughs> And I'm like, what are you doing? What is happening? All right. That's the way to go about it. Um, My, sorry. Josh, who do you, th okay, Josh. Yes. Who's going to win it? Um, you already said maybe Bale. I, I, th my, my head is saying Bale because. He won Golden Globes. He won a Golden Globe. I don't think they're going to give it to Malik because of the problematic issues of that film. I think they want to reward Vice with something, and this might be the one category. The only other person who I could see, like, jumping up to do it outside of, like, the, the Defoe theory is Cooper. Uh -huh. And that's to honor A Star is Born, because outside of Song, I don't think that film's getting much either. Mm -hmm. But but the other argument is Amy Adams might get the win for Vice. Yes. And so then they'll be like, well, Vice is fine. Vice is... I'm glad that, like, this is, like... Like the Illuminati. Like, they're making conspiracies yeah. here. Yeah, there you go. Like, we gotta balance it out. My one that I thought would be here, especially with all the other love for the film that's not here, is John David Washington for Black Klansman. Mm -hmm. That film has a lot of love in all other Oscar, in a lot of other Oscar-nominated categories. And to put uh, the, to put it in picture, director, um, and put Adam Driver, as well as many other categories... It's weird to not put John David Washington in here, especially when this seems like a pretty shallow, no pun intended, year for 
a best actors. I completely skipped over Adam Driver. He was <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I like Adam Driver. He was good. Yeah. But. <laughs> Listen, I tell you, we didn't talk that much about supporting actors. Do actor. you want to go back? No, it's fine. I, we've, we've moved on. I have one of my uh, ten facts about the Oscars is coming is about it, so we can do this. All right, director. Spike Lee, first time he's nominated for an award. That is a true story. First time that he is nominated for... Act director? Director. Is it for any Oscar? It's for director and picture. It's not okay. for any Oscar. He's been nominated for screenplay before. Do which, the right thing? Yes. And I think uh, maybe something else too. But do the right thing for certainly. But it's wacky Did he do... That... Did he do... Malcolm? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. so yeah. We're getting, yeah, yeah. getting on there. Yeah. I'm um, going to make an assumption. <laughs> I mean, me I'm too. speaking with no facts behind me, but I say he got a nomination there somewhere. Um. Oh, other fact. Just so, hey, uh, you're gonna listen to this fact now, and it's gonna make more sense as the reference why I'm referencing it to you all in March. Hey, you know who's the cinematographer on Never Go Back or Never Look Never Look Away, the uh, German film that got into cinematography? Did we talk about that? We did. Okay. We no. didn't talk about who the cinematographer was. No. But he's nominated for cinematography. Caleb Deschanel. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, you know, that guy. Right. That's probably why it is, because it's a dude that people know. Okay. He's got previous awards. All right. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's good. Um, I have theories on Black Klansmen that I'm going to get to it after we in our kind of bet picture area. So, um, but director, I'm happy Spike Lee's there. I'm happy... That Peter Fairley is not there okay. for Green Book because I, I I I'm really hoping with the Peter Fairley stuff and the Nick Vallelonga stuff, two-time Academy Award nominated Nick Vallelonga, who is the awful trash human. Um, I'm hoping that we're just tides turning away from Green Book. If you're gonna give it something, maybe give it to Mahershala just because. He's not the problem. Also, Jimmy Kimmel won't be there to make fun of his name. Fair. I watched <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel's opening speech from last year, and I was like, this was really good. Like, he brought in a lot of the topical issues really well, and he he made jokes, not at their expense, but with... Uh, it was good. Sorry. Bring back Kimmel. Powell. Oh, do you want me to continue, or are you still talking? Uh, yeah, go for it. Oh, have we not read the nominees yet? No. Oh, go for it. I Sorry. got through Spike Lee, and we all just <laughs> collectively stopped. Well, you know. <clears throat> Pavel. Oh, gosh. Pavel. Pavel? I think it's Pavel. Pavel Pavlikowski. I need to see it. <laughs> Hang on. Pavel Pavlowski? Sure. The director of... Ida! Yeah! I mean, Cold War. Uh, but both. But mostly Ida. <laughs> <laughs> he was really just like, let's make Ida again. They're like, you have to name it something else. He's like, okay. Ah, the first one will deal with the Holocaust, and this one will deal with Cold War. Huh. Haha. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be anything similar. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. Um, kind of. Sorry. Tangentially. We have still with... not got through the nominations. <laughs> Your ghost Lanthimos. <laughs> Alfonso Cuaron and Adam McKay. Uh, those last three would be for the favorite Roma oh, sorry. and, and <laughs> Vice. <laughs> um, Your ghost! Everyone. Everyone around. Bow before me. 
for I am here to bring you your ghosts. Good job. <laughs> man, who I remember when I saw Dogtooth, I was like, what's wrong with this man? <laughs> and then you saw The Lobster and you're like, and maybe saw, better? And then I saw Alps. Oh, okay. Alps is probably his worst film, but probably his a gentler film than a lot of his other films. Well, there you go. Um, that one I don't think he... He kind of only hates humanity in that one. Oh, good. He's like... He's like Verhoeven mixed with PTA. I'm glad that he brings back his actors. I'm yeah. glad that only like five people are in his films and he just keeps using them. He was like, Olivia, you you were in you were the hotel manager. You you burned John C. Riley's hand. Would you like to be the queen now? <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, but only if Rachel's here. <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> you were also in the lobster. <laughs> Come along. <laughs> Do you think that he just saw Nicholas Holt and went, oh, The Beast. <laughs> I don't know why he has a French accent. You're kind of like Colin Farrell. <laughs> Come with me. I did too with Colin. And it's over, I suppose. <laughs> uh, this is a spot on... Yorgo Slanthimos accent. <laughs> never it's, heard him. Yep. Never heard him talk. Uh, pretty sure he's got a Greek accent. I oh. only know him as a director. I do not know him as a person in the slightest. I I forgot I had a question for you when we were on best actor. We can go back. All right. <laughs> All right. Best actor. We got. Okay. So you're excited about Defoe being in there, right? Well, well, like you know. But I'm pretty sure it's it's at the expense of somebody else who you're you were excited about. <sighs> who was I excited about? I thought you were excited about Ethan Hawke. I didn't think he was going to get it. Oh. I also haven't finished that film yet. Oh, okay. I well. am three minutes in. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, I will not talk and about that And I was like, this, this isn't a sleepy time film. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's definitely not. It's a, you got to pay attention to this film. All right. I am at the part where she's like, will you talk to my husband? He might have just gone out of jail. Oh, great. So I'm at the beginning. Perfect. I don't know. I just thought like earlier in the year you were very excited about Ethan Hawke's yeah. kind of presence and, and being aware. Listen, Ethan Hawke, not near my top five actors list, but Ethan Hawke is near my top five heart list. I'm pretty sure he's in your top ten. <laughs> He'd be there. He might be in the top ten. Yeah. Um. Although, like, again, like, I haven't seen most of his work. Got the gun to my head. What are you nominating Ethan Hawke for? Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> with boyhood he's already got that nomination. oh yeah i've seen that he huh. was my favorite part of boyhood any i would go with any of the before trilogy see i haven't seen those right because once you start you can't stop yeah there you and go. it took like 28 years to make them yeah it's so like it boyhood 28 <laughs> years to, to to watch them too all right fast forward back to director <laughs> so, oh man i think the tape's burning oh <laughs> okay so Adam McKay, I'd certainly kick out for this. Like, I don't think it's... I don't, I don't specifically think his direction... Does anything! ...with Vice. So, that being said, I would love Barry Jenkins to be in here. I would love Ryan Coogler to be in here for If Bill Street Could Talk and Black Panther um, specifically. Weirdly enough, I would actually be more okay if Bradley Cooper was here for A Star Is Born than for actor because I think that like where his passion is and what you could see with that film like he's he does he gives an amazing performance but I think his passion is in directing and that for that movie and so it, it was interesting to see all three of those names who were possibly going to be in there just left to the outside 
Also, there has been a small uproar about the fact that there are no women uh, nominated for director or cinematographer. Now, I'm going to make a statement. Yeah. My hands are up. Okay. All right. <laughs> Everyone. Um, I can only think... I'm sure there are others. I can only think of one film directed by a woman this year. Oh, there are more. What's your one? I got Leave No Trace. Deborah Granick? Yeah. You've got Can You Ever Forgive Me, which is Marielle Heller. Okay. Um, so, yes, sure. I got that. Those two. <laughs> okay. Um, there have been more. There have been more because there's definitely now just the conversation. I, oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You were never really here. Got there. Yes. Okay. So, so like, so like, so like, I'm not saying that they weren't there. Right. What I'm saying is those films are very much buried in a right. lot of the right. obscurity. Yes. And fair enough. There's not a lot of big stream mainstream media to them. Um, yeah. And it's probably same with cinematographers. Uh, but just something, I guess, to note in that sense of we went from last year having... Um, at least some representation of women in both of those categories to none this year. Who was our director last year? Greta Gerwig. Oh, yeah. It's been a year. Yeah. If you would have asked me who the cinematographer was, I would have had no clue. But I know she was there because she was shown in Jimmy Kimmel's monologue. Mudbound? Yep, that's true. Was that the, that was the movie? That's the movie. I, and it's the same lady who did possibly Black Panther. Okay. Yep. Perfect. <clears throat> All right, back on track. Uh, so you're gonna, so you kicked out Adam McKay, bringing in Bradley Cooper. Any anything else here? I mean, we haven't seen Cold War. We haven't, so I can't talk are, about Pavel. Are you happy with everyone else? Uh, Spike, Yorgos. Alfonso, and Yorgos. Yes. Okay. I mean, I personally would love to see Paul King in there, but I understand. Paddington 2 got nothing because nobody saw Paddington 2 because they thought it was a stupid children's film instead of giving it credit for being an artistic masterpiece like it is. Screw you, Academy. But, yeah, no, Barry Jenkins would be my, like, one that I'd be like, why are you not here? You should. Alright. Picture? Now, now for the eight. Yeah, there's only eight. You know, it's fine. It's a system. It's a weird system. Black yeah. Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, Star Is Born, and Vice. Okay. Well, this has been. That's the yeah. There you go. That's <laughs> that, been that silence of ours. <laughs> I was waiting for seeing if you had things you wanted to say. There's one of these that are, it's probably somewhere in the top 20. There's two of these that are in the top 20. Your top 20? Yeah. Which are? Black Klansman and The Favorite. Yep, those two are also there for me. I also have Black Panther in there and mm -hmm. Black Klansman. Um, don't have Green Book. Is Star is Born have... dropped? Star is Born is maybe on the outside of my 20, or it's the bottom end of it, and Roma is kind of in that bottom part of my 20 as well. So I have a lot of them in there. I liked a lot of those movies. Didn't like Green Book, didn't like Vice. I mean, I don't hate Vice. I don't hate Green Book either. There's issues with those films. It shouldn't be here. Haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody yet. It's the only best picture so far. Um. How did, I just, I just, I just, I guess, I guess we make it to the concert and we're just all so pumped about Queen. People like Queen music. People like Queen music, right?
Can I give you my theory? No. Why not? Sure. I'm going to give you my theory. Why do you even ask me? Because, I mean, like... They don't have to. <laughs> what else would you like to talk about besides no, my theory? Tell me your theory. Okay. Please don't say it's bunnies. It's bunnies. No. Okay. It's not bunnies. I'm not it's listening nothing anymore. to do with bunnies. Listen, you you know me. You told me not to push the red button. So you know what I did? I pushed the red button. No, don't. Well, but it's so don't. red. It's so red. So? I just want to push it. Don't. You told me not to. Why do you have to push it? What will happen? Anger from Kylie. I don't want that. Well? But what... Make your choice. Okay, here's my theory. What's your theory? <clears throat> my theory is that looking at these nominations and having some time to do some digging into them, there are three films that are nominated for what traditionally have been like the signifying categories of something that's going to either have a big night and win Best Picture. Those three films that are nominated for not only Best Picture, but Editing, Director, and one of the screenplays. Theoretically, if you are in those four categories, you are usually really well loved by a broad section of the Academy. Uh, therefore, you have a good chance of winning. Those three films are Vice, The Favorite, and Black Klansman. So I would be willing to say that in some way, shape, or form, those three films, I think that, like, Roma is also in this conversation of, like, probably frontrunners, but for me, I'll take those three films as what might actually be the frontrunners there. Within that, I think there's a really clear narrative of what the Oscars can and want to do each year. So they've got this kind of subplot going of, like, ooh, Green Book's a really problematic film, even though it's trying to say some good messaging. And they seem to have countered away from Green Book a little bit. They've also got this storyline of, like, ooh, one of the first things that popped up, no females direct in director and no females in cinematography. So, like, ooh, can't fix that problem this year. But what we can fix... What we Maybe can, next year, everyone. What we can answer to both of those things and appear to be relevant still and also be moving away from the Green Book thing is I think we're going to have a big night for Black Klansmen. It's nominated in all the right categories. We've never given Spike Lee the uh, recognition that he deserves. It's a classic kind of like, it's a really good film from a really great filmmaker much like a Scorsese when The Departed went all kind of crazy and other things they have a history of making up for past things I'm saying Black Klansman I'm gonna say that in a lot of I, I might even go out on a limb and say like it might get picture it might get director it very well is probably gonna get screenplay like it might be a big night for Black Klansman it might be the first one in a while that we've seen one film kind of take a lot of awards because not only can it honor Spike and it's a good film that's well loved it can also be addressing issues that America is facing okay I'm gonna take a different route okay go for it I'll be the I'll be the devil's advocate cool Josh, yeah. what won last year? Please remind the crowd. Uh, the Shape of Water. Why? Because <laughs> men suck and we all want to have relationships with fishmen? Not my... Oh. You know, no. <laughs> <laughs> that probably wasn't the reason. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, last year. What was that in the air? It was called Controversy. Oh, yes. And they were like, I'm not saying The Shape of Water is not a good film and not a representation of 2017. 
It is in some ways, but yes. What I'm saying <laughs> is that, I, yes, I should have been in the conversation all the way through. Maybe even should have won. What I am saying, I'm not here to take anything away from Shape of Water. I just am afraid my, my words sound like I am. What I'm saying is that uh, the Academy was a little bit like, what if? we picked something that doesn't have like controversy and we make a safe bet right now yes what if what if we all did that what okay can is, is that okay everyone right. and everyone was like oh, yeah i think we'd be okay with that this sounds like the preferential ballot system at <laughs> okay. work here okay yes. so so my idea is that we do something somewhat similar uh-huh we go through and we find the one that might be the safe like we're not gonna get too much heat on either side okay uh-huh okay i haven't heard too much heat about exactly three of these films okay well, i've heard some heat about one of them okay three of these films okay the favorite okay roma uh-huh and a star is born. Great. Those three. So uh, a star is born. The heat is like, etched a Shakespeare in love, but singy. <laughs> okay. So, oh, and we've remade that sixteen times. So heat from the like <laughs> mm, glasses pushing up Thumbro community. Sure. Great. Yep. Haven't heard anything about like the favorite in Rome. I'm not saying that they don't exist. Right. Um, but they feel like like they're kind of like like oh good films. We all agree. Can I give you? Can I get? They're both small in that same level of kind of Star Is Born. Roma's is ooh. Do we really want to give Netflix the best picture film? They don't release anything in the theaters. Is that like Coen Brothers film? And this film got nominated a so. lot because they were like they were like well Netflix. Netflix did agree to put them in the theater, yeah, I, I so maybe feel, we need yes. to maybe we need to wet the whistle a little um, bit. And the uh, the thing against the favorite, which there's been very little things against the favorite. Women. Uh, generally, <laughs> it is like there's there's like two women kissing in there, like. Okay. Oh no. And then the other part of it, like, but then LGBTQ rights activists have been like, no, this is a really good representation. Like, we're on board with this. And so there's that small bubbly undercurrent thing. But you're right. Those are three safe picks. Those are three. And like black, because I feel like black Klansmen, uh, it's going to. Anger. It's going to anger, like, it's going to anger half of a spectrum. Yeah. And so like, I was just, I, so that's, that's the approach I took. I'm not saying that that will happen. But I just took a different approach. I from almost you. wonder if the safe choice mm -hmm. isn't Black Panther, like because it's a populist film that that the people liking it behind. Nobody is really. I think the only backlash you're gonna see is from the, for lack of a better word, DCEU fanboys that are like, Black Panther's not the greatest film in all the land. Whatever. And I'm like, okay, fine. It might not be the greatest film in all the land. That's fine. And it might not even be the best superhero film in all the land. That's also fine. But, like, maybe it's that safe middle ground because it's, like, most critics agree it's good <laughs> and audiences like it. Yeah. Uh, I think that the biggest hill that Black Panther has to overcome is, like, similarly to that of Mad Max Fury Road yes. of... You're a genre film? Yeah. And we might give you those technicals... Mm -hmm. But I'm not not the like, big one. Let's look at let's look let's like rewind to 2015 when the Oscars are happening for that. Okay. Huh. Oh. You, you were nominated for best picture, 
you even got best director. Like, mm-hmm. good for yeah, you. Right? Good job, but, um, you didn't have any, you didn't nominate any of your actors. No. Huh. Let's look at this Black Panther. Oh, didn't even nominate the no. director. I don't think we even gave it adapted screenplay. Nope. Huh. So, um, sorry. If you want to keep, <laughs> if you want to keep going back in your way back machine, <laughs> you can go to 2009 and be like, oh, look at you. Avatar. Oh, look at you, people. <laughs> Oh, it's your 3Ds and yeah. your fancy thing. Look at all these techno. Oh, we'll okay. even nominate the oh. director oh. at Best Picture. But oh, oh Catherine. What? Oh, hello. Oh, the only time we've actually ever given one of these to a woman. Oh, sure, we can do that instead of the blockbuster film. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because the yeah. conversation also, like the narrative was, <laughs> you're really going to give it to him over her. They used to be husband and wife. <laughs> They used to be husband and wife. All right. <laughs> Kylie. Hey. I have ten interesting facts about the Oscars. I think I may have said some of them in some way, shape, or form. Here's what I'm going to do. You, uh, I'm going to read the fact. You can then either respond and give me a ranking. If you, you don't want to respond, you don't have to. You can can end, I just say thank you next? Yeah, okay, great. Or you can give me a ranking on a scale of 1 to 10. Of how interesting How it interesting of a fact it is. Okay. Wait, what was your actual scale? 1 to 10. Oh, okay. How interesting of a fact oh, it was. Really? That was okay. legit. You got there. Okay. Fact number one. Okay. Oh, fact number one we've already said. It is Spike Lee's first nomination for director and picture. I think it's travesty, but you know what? Don't. Not a shocking thing. All right. Six. So, oh, okay. All right. Sorry. Okay, good. Glenn Close uh-huh. is currently 0 for 6 in nominations for um, for Best Actress. This is her seventh nomination, acting nomination. She is the she is the person who is has the most amount of nominations without wins who's still alive. Nice. Interesting. Yeah. Six. Six. Nice. Do you think that that might help her win? Yeah. Okay, great. It's all a conspiracy, everyone. Great. Uh, number three, Amy Adams is next on the list. She's currently 0 for 5. This is her sixth nomination. Uh, yeah, but like, that's because they gave Meryl Streep a nomination for a film. Julie and Julia? No, that's not the one. <laughs> it was mean... for like the one where she can't sing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Florence Foster Jenkins. Jenkins. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so really she's like 0 for 6, but like, we don't count it. <laughs> All right. Three. <laughs> oh, the Oscar's okay. dumb. <laughs> All right. Uh, this Black Panther and Roma are the first nominations for Marvel and Netflix. Best Picture nominations. Zero. Oh, not interesting. No. Okay, great, perfect. <laughs> Uh, 2018's A Star Is Born is the second in the Star Is Born film franchise to be nominated for Best Picture. Not interesting. Okay, okay gotta give me a number. Gotta give me a number. Two. Two. Okay, question. Do you know what the first one was? What the first nomination for which one of the other three? Well, one that comes to mind would be the Julie Garland one, but since you're at posing this question, you're making me want to think that it's not that. <laughs> I mean, it's just a question. So out then, there. the very first one. The very first one, 1937. Yeah. There it is. Good really? job. Really? Yep, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I already gave out my number six, which is no women are nominated for cinematography or directing. That's not interesting. That happens all the time. All right. 
Here we go. Sam Elliott, Richard E. Grant, and Adam Driver are all nominated for Best Supporting Actor for the first time ever in their careers. Say no size. <laughs> they are going up. The other two people in the category are Sam, Mahershala Ali and Sam Rockwell. Who both have won already. Who won the past two, two years. years. Zero. Oh. <laughs> that was mostly a long way of me saying, guys, Sam Elliott's got his first ever nomination. Good job, Sam. I really like you. If you win, I'd be excited. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, I don't care. <laughs> okay. See, what? you should have just stopped. The Sam Elliott got nominated, guys. <laughs> That'd be far more interesting than this conspiracy theory you post. It wasn't a conspiracy theory. It's it was like, can the first-time nominees take down the defending champ? It happens all the time. Uh, does it? Yeah, I'm pretty ha- sure Marisha Ali probably beat someone who had won before. I'm pretty sure Sam Rockwell did the same thing last year. You're acting as though this is like an unbeatable. Never happened. It's, really? It's never. <laughs> Actually, it was just the same guy for the first 91 years until this year yeah. he died. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. You gotta get your first somewhere. Okay. Two films tied for the most nominations. I'm sorry for yelling. It's okay. Yelling's good. Two films tied for the most nominations. Can you name Roma. Them? And? Roma's one of them? Yep. Is it favorite? That boom. Got the first two guesses. <laughs> How many did they each get? I've already lost my place. <laughs> she, listeners, she's currently counting on her fingers. Nine. Ten. Oh, you were so close. So close. They each got ten nominations. I forgot editing. There it is. All right, so Roma and the favorite tied with most nominations at ten. How interesting. Do we remember? Two. Two. Great. Perfect. It's more interesting that I got that out of nothing. (laughs) All right. Uh, Lady Gaga is only the second person ever... To not actually have their real names when they're doing nominations? No, most actors don't use their real names. They use their stage names. Well, you know what? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Is only the second person ever to be nominated... For playing Mrs. Jackson. (laughs) I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. (laughs) What's the guy's last name? Newman, Newhart... Which? Maine. Jackson Maine? For playing Mrs. Maine. That's not She's even... She's the second person to be nominated not, for playing Mrs. Maine. That's not even the character's name in the other films. What's... Oh, okay. Her name's Edith. I said Mrs. Maine. Maine's not his last name. What's his last name? Uh, Norman something. I don't remember. It might be Maine. You might be right. Oh, is Kylie going to out Star is Born Josh on Star is Born fact? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. James Mason as Norman Maine. Are you ready for this fact yet? Are you ready for this fact? Oh, yet? I didn't call my no. Fact. You've been trying to, but you're not there okay, yet. Okay, Lady Gaga is the second pop star, to, uh, original, originally just a singer, to be nominated for an Academy Award. Can you name the first? Jennifer Hudson. Great, Cher. 
How oh, about share? Okay. Oh, great, yeah. Okay, okay all I'm, right. I'm done. Are you ready? I'm sorry that I'm trying to be creative here. It's okay. I like it. I like it. <laughs> okay. I like... What's up? I, I, like the, I like your made-up facts, Why is this too. a 26-hour podcast? <laughs> Acting. Okay, just rank the fact. Jennifer Hudson. No. Oh. Rank the fact. Wait, she's the second person? Yep. Jennifer yep. Hudson. It's not Jennifer Hudson. Because, like, that's not an original song. Do, do rank the fact. One. Oh, no, it's not, not that, that interesting. interesting. Okay, but do you know the other person? No, I've been trying to figure it out this whole time. <laughs> do you want a hint? Sure. Last year. So it's, it happened twice, back to back years. That was last year. <laughs> also, remember you're nominated for the song, and to be nominated for the song, you have to write the song. Okay. Not just sing it's it. It's not Eminem. Nope. <laughs> he didn't lose himself in two <laughs> Academy Awards that year. Okay, um, who sang last year? Who sang? You got it, Coco! You, uh, Gael? <laughs> Coco sang! Uh-huh. Um, uh, not the kid Coco, no. but yeah, yeah. Okay, who else? It's not who Gael. Else? Yep, no. Okay, Coco won last year. That's not helping me either. Nope. When you want another hint, hint you just let me I'd know. I'd like another hint. Uh, Netflix film. I think you saw it? Maybe. We have mentioned it on this podcast already. Today? Yep. Mm-hmm. When we were discussing cinematography. Mudbound. Mudbound. Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. There you go. The last fact I have for you. Willem Dafoe is nominated again for acting this year. But what first is it for him? For playing a real life person. I mean, sure, yeah, great. <laughs> but not the fact. <laughs> I mean, maybe not. His other ones are for Platoon and for Florida Project and something. Uh, inter- vampire. Uh, he was Vamp- not not Shadow of a Vampire. Shadow of a Vampire. Not a real person, yeah, no, by no, the no. way. No, yeah. So no. Uh, yeah, correct. That fact is correct, but not my fact. Great. Here we go. Stop. <laughs> stop telling everybody we're number one, Kylie. So he was nominated for Platoon. Yep. Shadow of a Vampire and, and Florida Project. So then, Best Actor. This is his first nomination for Best <laughs> Actor. He's previously only been nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Mm-hmm. Rank the fact. My fact was far better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our most interesting fact was number one and two, which we got. Sixes on. You know what? I'm gonna say number two got a hot six. Like it was you were you were you were like, ooh, this could be a seven on a good day, but not today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> now I had to be awake at five in the morning. Four thirty. Kylie, the second half of this podcast was much more lively. I don't know why. It's strange. Alright. Um, do you wanna make some picks? Because we're not doing an Oscar episode a picks episode. Or at least it's not on the calendar. Do I have to like hold it like right now, or are we just doing first reactions? Like I don't have to be. Let's just do first reactions. Okay. Because we're not we're not recording a podcast later, so we're just gonna go in this order: makeup and hairstyle, vice, vice, film editing, um, the favorite, Black Klansman, visual effects, Christopher Robin, first man, 
Ooh, that's a good call. We're not gonna give it to these silly films! <laughs> we might. We've done Original it score. If Beale Street can talk. I'm gonna say Beale Street because I really want it to be true. Live action short film. Mother! <laughs> <laughs> okay, this film's skin is legit an hour and a half long. I don't know how it got in this category. Like, it's also got Jamie Bell in it. I changed my mind, skin. <laughs> I've seen none of these. I'm gonna go with uh, Marguerite. <laughs> Animated short film. Oh, wow. Since we recorded earlier, I've, while we've been doing this, apparently I've been watching. I've seen um, Late Afternoon and One Small Step. They're both adorable. Um, One Small Step is really good. It, both those are on uh, YouTube, by the way. Uh, but I'm gonna go with Bao. I'm gonna say Bao's also gonna win. Sound mixing. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. They're gonna do it. They're gonna give it to him right here. First man. Great. Sound editing. A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place. Mm -hmm. Costume design. Black Panther. The favorite. Cinematography. Ooh, this one's harder. Cold War. Roma. Production design. Um. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Black Panther. I'm gonna say Black Panther. This is what I can touch, right? Yeah. Roma. Is, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot you can't touch in Mary Poppins Returns. But there is that one scene in the bowl. You, you can't can, touch a lot in the you bowl. You can touch everything in the bowl. They built a set. Direct? Really? Yeah. Whoa. Director. <laughs> and they animated on top of it. Oh, wait. Mary Poppins Returns. <laughs> there we go. Director. Uh, you know what? They've given it to Alfonso. I'm sticking to my theory. Spike Lee. Uh, should I? Should, uh, am I going with my head or my heart? Whatever you want. Uh, I'm going to go with my head. Okay. I'm gonna go with my head. Oh, safe bets, safe bets. Yorgo or Alfonso. I think they're gonna be like, Yorgos is still too weird. Alfonso. That's the safe bet. That is the safe bet. Actress in a leading role. Glenn Close. They're gonna give it to Glenn Close. If not, Olivia Coleman. If not, um, uh, Gaga. Ooh. Yeah. Actor in a lead role. <sighs> Stupid Bale. Well, no. <laughs> Defoe. <laughs> Kylie, that's, that's not right. What? <laughs> Defoe is not winning. You know what? Do it. Winner for Defoe. Winner for Defoe. Come on. Why is he here? Why is he here? Aquaman. Everyone? He's here for Aquaman. It's not like he replaced Kevin Spacey in something. <laughs> Original screenplay. Um, uh, like the favorite. Um, that's a good call. If the they, favorite. If they give Yorgo the something, it's, it's going to be the favorite. You're right, yeah. Adapted screenplay. Um, Black Klansman. A Star is Born. No, Beale Street. Beale Street. They're going to give him something. Too late, too late. Beale Street. No, I said Beale Street. Animated feature film. Spider-Man. Incredibles 2. Ooh. Josh, what I'm... what My my thought here... Okay. My thought is that they're just going to be like, oh, Pixar made a film? We'll give it to the Pixar film. Well, they could also be like, oh, Wes Anderson made a film? We'll give it to the Wes Anderson. That's exactly what- Oh! I'd see, like, when Disney makes a film- Disney also has a film. Ralph Breaks the Internet is I, right here. Yeah, but, like, sometimes it doesn't always get it. So what we're saying is that it's not going to be Mira? Well, I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's the, it's it's a film from Japan. That's what I know at this point. That's the animated film that gets nominated that no one's heard of. <laughs> they were like, oh, I guess we're going to watch that now. Yeah. Uh, I'm still going with Spider-Man. Original song. Uh, Shallow. But I want all the stars. Like, my heart is for all the stars. Shallow. 
documentary. I'm gonna play with my heart. I'm gonna say the reason Mining the Gap is here is because it's winning. Mining free, the Gap. Free solo. Mm, RBG is probably actually winning there. Documentary short. Endgame. Oh god. No, is... sorry, period. End of sentence. <laughs> okay, so I watched A Night at the Garden. It's the most terrifying film I've ever seen. Alright, A Night that's, at the Garden. That's winning. Like, legit. Do you know what that film is about? Nope. Do you want to know? Do you want to know what it's Foreign about? Do you want to know what film. it's about? No. Okay. <laughs> Foreign language film Cold War. Uh, Roma. No, you didn't. I mean, those are the contenders, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Actor in a supporting role. Mahershala. Uh, I'm going to say Sam Elliott's pulling this out. He's not got anything his whole career. They're doing it. Old man wins. I'm going to I'm going to eliminate two people automatically. It's going to be it's not going to be Adam Driver. He's Kylo uh, Ren. Uh, We're not ready to uh, give it. No, give We're it waiting me. for episode 9 to give him the nod. If it's part of the Black Klansman sweep, however. And Sam Rockwell's not going to get it. Richard E. Grant, I feel like everyone just likes, he might get it. They, they just want him to show up with a copy of With Nail and I and be like, hello, I was in this, do you know? Actress in supporting role, Amy Adams. <sighs> Regina King's going to win, and I'm going to be super excited about that. See, maybe I more want her to win. I haven't seen that Beale Street could talk, but I'm part of the conspiracy theory train, <laughs> and Amy Adams is gonna win. Okay, can we both just put our heart on Rachel Weiss and call it a day? Yeah. Okay, great. She's the one to side with in that film. <laughs> I don't understand why anyone's like, I'm gonna side with Emma Stone. Because at first, Rachel Weiss is, like, kind of snippy about things. Yeah, she's like, don't put something on the queen that might kill her. Rachel Weiss is the one we all want to be secretly, so we have to be like, uh, Hugh. Best picture. I'm gonna go with Roma. I'm sticking with my crazy theory that it's gonna be Black Clan. Your theory's not crazy. I know. Like, like, I feel like both of our theories that we have presented are both supported by decent arguments. All right, fantastic, friends. This has been our. Oh, oh, we gotta play the Planet Hollywood game, and I got, a, I got an idea for it. We're not drawing a card. Where's the freaking globe? Okay, you can't look. You gotta turn your laptop away. Okay. Okay. Films nominated for Academy Awards this year. At Eternity's Gate. Roma. Never look back. If you'll speak a talk. A Quiet Place. Incredibles 2. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Isle of Dogs. Black Clansman? Vice? <laughs> Ooh, I forgot everything that was just nominated. <laughs> like, I just forgot everything we talked about for the last hour and a half. Well, you got onto the animated and then I was like, how do you say the mirror, mirror, Miramax? <laughs> Mira? Mira? Yeah. I think it's Mira. I lost it. Great. Fantastic. Friends, if you want to join this conversation, and why wouldn't you? Please. Prediction for 2020's Academy Awards. All right. What do you got? <laughs> okay. You want to- Dragon Ball Super Brawly, nominated for animated feature. Okay. We're going to give Timothee supporting actor. We're going to give uh, Emma, 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 Emma Watson. Uh, we're going to give her a supporting actress. We're going to give Saoirse best actress. Josh, we're gonna you give, can't just keep picking from the same film. Greta Garbo. Quack, 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 No, we got to give the content thing. Okay, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so at Friday Why is this almost two hours long? Random it's because you made me play the stupid Is This Interesting Fact game. Friend of a friend podcast at squarespace.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. We can use a five-star review or any star review. You can also hit that subscribe button. That's not picked up by the mic. <laughs> You can also find, and that helps us get listeners, find us on Facebook at Friend of a Friend. 
friend of a friend podcasts. You can find us on Twitter at TWT underscore podcast. YouTube's. Let's watch together. Tumblr's. Charlie's here. Yeah. Charlie's here. Let's watch together. <laughs> Tumblr, Ducks Watch Together. Letterboxd. Darby ACT and Kelly Gallisher. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Josh. I've been Kelly. Quack, 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 quack. Quack, quack. It's, it's early. It's 2.40 now. <laughs>